Hello and welcome to Season Saviors. I'm Ian Whitfield and beside me I have Shane Riley. Shane, how are you today? I'm doing great, Ian. How are you? Never better. So we have this podcast, Season Saviors, right? We're going to be talking about players that we love this year, players that we love for throughout like the weeks and the different games. So we'll talk about the players we love for week one, players we love for the season, if there's injuries, players that you can pick up, um, players that we hate for different games. So for example, we have a player playing the Jaguars defense this year. We probably don't want to really use him against them or something like that. And we're also going to be talking about waiver wire pickups if there's injuries or something that you need to be replaced. And not only that, we have a very interesting league this year. And Shane, how about you tell us about that? So this league is a five-teacher, five-student fantasy football league. Um, The draft is actually tomorrow or today at 8 o'clock, and uh, it's a PPR league. Uh, Very interesting because we're going to be getting uh, people who love football, people who aren't as experienced, all the kids in the league are in journalism, so that makes it very interesting, and uh, it could, could be a good, uh, gonna be a great talking point for this podcast. I think it's gonna be really fun to see how like the teachers stack up against like the rest of us, because we always talk about in class. We're like, "Yo, look at these players! Like these are players like that we talk about all the time." And teachers sometimes get in on it, and like now we can finally see how they stack up against us. And I know Mr. Schwartz, our teacher, has been talking about this for a while, been trying to put this together ever since my freshman year. And now that we're juniors and he's finally put it together, I'm sure he's extremely excited about this. So uh, let's hop right into it. So we got week one coming up tomorrow, actually. Falcons-Eagles. Um, Shane, who do you love? Who do you – actually, let's, let's step away from the Falcons-Eagles right now. Who do you love this year in general? Me, personally, I love Marquise Goodwin. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo came in last year, uh, started uh, around the last six weeks. He didn't start the uh, sixth to last game, but uh, – he came in, Marquise Goodwin with him, played five games, 384 yards, 29 receptions, and a touchdown. But I believe that's just a sample size, and I believe that'll get so much bigger this year. Yeah, I agree with that. I like almost any player that's a part of this Jimmy Garoppolo offense, including George Kittle, their tight end. Ever since he finished the year as the 19th-ranked PPR tight end, but when he, Jimmy G was his quarterback in the final seven weeks, final six weeks, he was a top-seven tight end. And was up there with some of the best, like um, Travis Kelsey, throughout the weeks near the end there. So I love him. I actually picked him up in a couple of my other leagues. And I think that's going to be a great pick for later on. So you definitely want to keep an eye out for those uh, San Francisco uh, wideouts. Another player I love this year is Amari Cooper. And even though everyone's giving John Gruden a lot of um, disapproval about what he's done so far with the Raiders, obviously dealing away Khalil Mack in a trip blockbuster trade to the Bears for a couple first-round picks, a wide receiver under John Gruden offense has produced an a thou- thousand-yard season for eleven straight seasons now, and even if John Gruden hasn't been able to put together some of like the so- most solid teams, I mean he's had some decent ones throughout the years. But I th- I really like Amari Cooper this year with the amount of targets that John Gruden I think will produce for him. I think a thousand-year season is right on the verge for Amari Cooper. Absolutely, I love Derek Carr. Um... Someone who I am going to be very high on this year is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, no more Jonathan Stewart, so he's the uh, starting running back now. Uh, he's going to get a lot more touches. Uh, new offensive coordinator for the Panthers. He's trying got, that, to, got that workhorse potential. It should be really good for PPR. Yeah, yeah he can catch the ball out of backfield. Uh, and this preseason, he proved uh, a little bit that he can run uh, through the middle. And uh, people have big questions on his size, and I just think he's going to be fantastic. He's like my favorite PPR player to get my minus like Le'Veon Bell once he signs his contract. But other than that, he's definitely up there as one that I really want to get this year. 
Uh, another player I love this year, Royce Freeman, um, rookie, coming in under a John Elway uh, managed Broncos team. I, I love him, honestly. I, in every single league, I've queued him up on the draft board saying, I need to get this kid if possible. During the preseason, he's shown that he is a workhorse back. And workhorse backs are everything when it comes to fantasy football, as I'm sure most of you know by now. Um, he's He catches out of the backfield. He's first, second, and he'll be on the field for third down also. He already has been used in the passing game. And John Elway's come out and said that this kid is special and he has talent. He's already put together three or four touchdowns in the preseason. I love this kid. I think his potential is through the roof. Yeah, you know you can handle carries coming out of that Oregon offense, big running, big running team. Um, my last guy that I have that I really like for this season is Mike Williams. He was hurt most of last year. Uh, didn't really pick up the offense, but this year in the preseason, fantastic. Uh, he proved to be a red zone threat with the uh, great size he has. And uh, wide receiver two for this Chargers offense is just, I mean, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon. He's gonna he's gonna have a chance to be open and be a great red zone threat for this team. I really think if the Chargers could put it all together this year, they could actually make a really deep run. And numerous players have actually came out and like the polls and stuff saying that they think the Chargers are the, one of the teams to beat out in the um, AFC. So that could be something to look out for. And my last um, player that I love this year is Drew Brees. And obviously you're going to say, yeah, he's Drew Brees. I mean, why wouldn't you love him? He's a future Hall of Famer. But I think this would be one of his best seasons yet. A guy that consistently is top five in the league in passing yards or top three in the league in passing yards. His accuracy and everything is going to come. It's just going to be crucial, especially with they have like a top three, top four ranked on um, NFL um, pro focus um, offensive line rankings. They have a top three or four tight um, offensive line. And behind that, they have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, um, Ben Watson out there. I love I love him in this stacked New England offense or um, New Orleans offense. My bad. I think that he has great potential to put together a top three quarterback fantasy um, appearance this year. Now we're uh, going to go ahead and move on to the people that we do not like for this season. Um, no hate on any guys, just personally <laughs> how we feel. Uh, I'm going to start it off by saying that I do not like Jarvis Landry on the Browns. Uh, the QB situation, who's going to be Baker, Tyrod, uh, both of them coming in this year, uh, learning having, having to learn a new offense. Um, and, you know, he has to split time with Josh Gordon, who's back, and uh, well, we'll see if he stays on the team this year. <laughs> but uh, I just don't like the situation. There's no running game there, so people expecting Ooh. the pass. A little shot of Carlos Hyde. I mean, he, he hasn't proved himself, to me at least. I, he's, I have him on, like, all three of my fantasy teams right now. But um, let's see. Another player, I, Brandon Cooks. I, every single year, he's a boomer bust player. Week in, week out, boomer bust. Three catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. Or two catches for 20 yards and no touchdowns. I mean, you just never know with him. He doesn't get a lot of um, volume. And then he's a part of a, now a Rams team that, I mean, in the past, he's had Drew Brees throwing to him. And he had Tom Brady throwing to him. Now he's with Jared Goff. I mean, no shot at Jared Goff, but he's it's obviously a drop-off. I just can't see Brandon Cooks being successful in an offense that has so many weapons, including the fact he's not the feature point anymore. Most of the time, the archer, or Brandon Cooks, is the feature guy in the in an offense. But Todd Gurley's shown that he's the feature in, um, in L.A. and 
he's going to get most of the volume. And there's so many other weapons, the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. I, I just can't see Brandon Cooks getting the volume and being the top 15 wide receiver that he's been in the past three years. Um, another guy that I have on my list is uh, Robbie Anders. Uh, Jets offense, come on. Oh, it's just tragic. No, no running game, no offensive line. I mean, you got a rookie as your QB. Uh, even though he did have a couple good weeks last uh, year, not consistent at all. Uh, I don't think there's much to help him with. He'll be getting double teamed. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. there's just nothing good's gonna come out of drafting Robbie Anderson or you know keeping him on your team. Yeah, so. he's coming off of uh, legal troubles in the off season that almost actually postponed his ability to start this year during Week One. I'm sure the Jets have taken that into consideration when forming their game plan. And the fact that he missed some of the opening weeks of preseason because of that, I I, I don't like him either at all. If you can deal him away now, I would go ahead <laughs> yeah. and do that. See if you can get some trade bait for him. Uh, another player I hate. Another player I hated all of last season, if you read my fantasy football talks, basically every week his name was in it under hate. T.Y. Hilton. One of the biggest fantasy drop-offs of a top, or of a top player last year. Granted, no Andrew Luck. Can you ever depend on Andrew Luck being healthy? That shoulder. I, if he gets tackled, I feel like every single time he goes to the ground, it's, oh, no, I'm out for six weeks. I mean, he's a great guy, great quarterback. No shots in him. It's just his ability to stay healthy is so uncons- inconsistent that you just never know with him. So I think if T.Y. Hilton, even with Andrew Luck healthy, there's no other weapons on that in that offense that you're like, oh, we have to focus up on him. I think teams will just target T.Y. Hilton and say, all right, beat us with whoever else you have. Because the, I don't know anyone else. I can't name another player besides, like, Jack Doyle on the Colts yeah. offense, minus Andrew Luck, that you're like, yeah, this guy's going to hurt us. Marlon Mack has improved himself. Jack Doyle is just an average tight end. I, I just don't see T.Y. Hilton being an um, offensive weapon that he's been in the past, or that he's been in the past. I agree with that. Um... My final person that I dislike for this season is Marshawn Lynch. This guy relies too much on his power, and I just don't feel like he has it anymore. You know, he's getting up there in age. Uh, I don't even think he was that great last year, and uh, I feel like they're going to look to throw the ball more with a quarterback like Derek Carr and, you know, Maury Cooper. They added Jordy Nelson. This team's ready to throw the ball. This team's not looking to run with uh, – Marshawn Lynch. It's just it's just not going to work out for him. I just feel bad. It's a John Gruden offense, too. Like I said earlier, I mean, it's mainly pass-oriented. Marshawn Lynch isn't a running back that passes the ball out of the – or catches the ball out of the backfield a lot. So, I mean, I just don't like him either. Um, my last hate for the season, LaShawn McCoy. I'm, I'm personally a Bills fan, so this hurts me to say, but they just – their offense is so poor. Their offensive line, they lost Richie Incognito. They just – I, I can't see McCoy being like the what he's been in the past. He's a workhorse back, which I already mentioned is great, but it doesn't really matter if your workhorse back is getting one or two yards of carry every single time he touches the ball. It, it just it, there's no effect. His quarterback is Nathan Peterman. Yeah, like I mean, four picks in one game. Five picks and a half. <laughs> wow. It just uh, as a Bills fan, it pains me, and I'm sure other teams have the same issue. Like if you're chilling as a Browns fan or something like that. But it, it's very frustrating, and I just don't have a lot of faith in McCoy, even for this upcoming season. That's about all I've got to say about LeSean McCoy. Great guy, but just can't see it happening. So uh, 
I've, I've went ahead and put together some uh, week one guys that I uh, would like to add in uh, that I feel could make it uh, help to you if your draft didn't go so well. Maybe pick them up uh, real quick and put them in your starting lineup. Uh, Corey Davis, hurt last year. Uh, Mariota's definitely got to be better than a, a one-to-one touchdown pick ratio this year. Uh, second overall pick, Heisman winner. I feel like he's going to do a lot better this year. And it also helps that they're playing the Dolphins. Yeah, 100%. I, I think Corey Davis, just in general this year, is going to be much better and more effective. He's got all the tools to be an NFL wide receiver, and I love that kid. Um, another guy that I love this week or that you can pick up for this week, James Washington out of Oklahoma State. Rookie, I watched him play. I was in Florida for a uh, soccer tournament, and I watched him play against Virginia Tech, and he torched them, absolutely torched them in the bowl game. And it was, like, I didn't know who this kid was. He's small. He's small. He's like a slot wide receiver or a, I guess you can put him on the uh, wide to go run fly routes, but he's small, but he is quick, and his routes are amazing. And the Steelers have already treated him as like a wide, wide receiver two kind of guy. And he, I mean, wide receiver three, obviously, is what he's going to go in with. But he already, in his third preseason game, he took eight targets for 88 yards and a touchdown. Well, even at the wide receiver three, you saw Juju Smith-Schuster with uh, Martavius Brown oh, yeah. and Antonio Brown on the field at the same time getting catches, touchdowns. It's just they know how to incorporate their receivers into the the attack of the uh, defense. I, I love getting that. anyone that's a part of the Steelers' offense, honestly. Speaking of the Steelers' offense, I uh, have James Conner on my list because Le'Veon Bell has yet to show up to anything for the Steelers. <laughs> and uh, playing the Browns, who we don't know what's going to happen with the Browns. I mean, are they going to be old Browns, new Browns? I mean, we have no idea what's going on there. And uh, Le'Veon Bell doesn't know. I mean, he probably knows the playbook, but is he in shape? Um, I, I could just see James Conner getting a lot of touches this week, just for week one. Yeah, that and, I 100% agree with that, even though I ended up – Le'Veon is currently on my – Starting roster listed as questionable, and I'm just begging that he signs that contract so that he can play. My next sleeper, Ben Watson. I love him. Honestly, as I already mentioned about Drew Brees, I love everything to do with this New Orleans offense. Not only their offensive line, the fact they have a future Hall of Fame quarterback, Michael Thomas spreads the field, Alvin Kamara. It, ben Watson's just a nice complimentary piece. He is quietly, like, have you ever, not a lot of people even know who Ben Watson is. He's quietly been a top 11 fantasy tight end for like the last three out of four seasons. He's in PPR, obviously. He's consistently a top 11. He's now a part of a Drew Brees-led super offense. I think his volume near the goal line is going to go up. I think that he's going to get way more targets. His team's focusing on Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. He's going to be able to get into the middle of the field, get some quick catches, turn and run. Cameron Meredith there to also be a nice complimentary piece so he can get more open. I, I love Ben Watson this year. I have him on all three of my fantasy teams so far, just as my backup tight end. I, I think the potential for him is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, the last guy, final guy I have, is uh, Will Fuller IV. Uh, obviously, um, Deshaun Watson is returning. And uh, for week one, they're playing the Patriots, who was in – that team was in, like, Nine shootouts last year where both teams <laughs> scored 30, 40 points each. And uh, just to give you a glimpse of what Fuller and Watson combined for last year, I think in four games he had 13 receptions, 279 yards, and seven touchdowns. Yeah, Will Fuller was incredible last year. I picked him up early, and then Deshaun Watson 
tore his ACL, unfortunately, and that Will Fuller pickup on the waiver wire was no longer helpful. But <laughs> I think you're right. I think he could 100% be a threat for this Texans offense led by Deshaun Watson. My last pick for uh, week one and just throughout the season is a sleeper on the waiver wire. Matt Bryda, uh, running back for uh, 49ers. Jarek McKinnon tearing the ACL. Alfred Morris. It, this is more or less for a PPR league because Alfred Morris is not a ball-catching back. I mean, I love Alfred Morris this year as the first and second down back, but Matt Bryda has already proved during the preseason that he can. he's a featured back on third downs, catching balls out of the backfield. He's, his ability to catch or get run routes is one of the top in the league, honestly, out of running backs. I, he's used a lot by the 49ers in passing downs and passing situations, and he still gets enough carries on first. He will get the occasional first and second down carry. Matt Bryda, I mean, he's a nice complimentary piece that you can add as a flex player if you really needed one. And honestly, if you just want to pick him up, keep him on your bench for a week or two, see how he does, I think he could overtake Alfred Morris as the first back for San Francisco. Absolutely. He's definitely not owned in a lot of leagues, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to trust Kyle Shanahan. Well, Kyle Shanahan yeah, he's done great with especially receiving backs. I mean, he turned right. Alfred Morris in Washington to a running back nine mm-hmm. when he was there. But Devonta, Devonta Freeman. Oh yeah, he's done great. Th- he's done great things for running backs, and I'm excited to see what he does with Alfred Morris and Matt Bryda. I was very excited for Jared McKinnon, but <laughs> yeah, gotta move on. Don't forget to check out uh, my article on DHSPress.com about um, fantasy football talk week one, telling you who to start this week, who to sit this week, and waiver wire pickups. Um, tune in next week on uh, Tuesday to figure out our week two rankings and our breakdown of the past week of football. Thank you for listening, to Shane and me on uh, Season Saviors.